Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Toy Story 4 with the boys Connor Hello. and Benny. Hi there. Well folks, here we are for the fourth entry into the Toy Story franchise that kicked <laughs> off in 1995 in a very influential franchise. It is the first feature-length film to be entirely produced uh, in computer animation and also very, very critically acclaimed with, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, by their standards, the most critically acclaimed franchise of all time with an average of 99.3% Pretty good. on the platform, uh, followed by Before Sunrise Trilogy and then the Dollars Trilogy and Lord of the Rings hovering around about that 95%. So, hey, we thought it was all over. 2010, we thought it was all over with Toy Story 3, and now we're here for Toy Story 4. We've in, we're we into the non-spoiler part of the review. Spoiler, spoiler part of the review. And what we like to do, guys, is we like to give a little bit of context to uh, our feelings towards the franchise and also, you know, how are we feeling towards uh, the trailers itself? So, Connor, why don't you give us a little bit of... Uh, Roundup of your Toy Story experience so far. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, Toy Story. Oh, this might be inaccurate, but I think Toy Story would probably have been the start of not only my, um, you know, love of this franchise, but also my real love of Pixar in general. Um, was there a Pixar film before? No, this, that was their that, first. Did you listen to the intro? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I can read the Wikipedia page later. Um, yeah, and and so I I have a, a deep love for for this franchise and for um you know for many years anything that Pixar put out I was kind of in love with. Um, I think that uh, Toy Story was one of those films as a kid that I would just rewatch, you know religiously like that was one of those films that you could probably have gotten warped on VH- vhs um i uh i i you know every every kind of sequel to that has been impressive in my book so number two i really enjoyed three was one of those things where i uh, i was really worried about that film when i when i first went and saw it i was thinking you know they have this perfect kind of you know first and second film um at that time Pixar for me was not as uh, as do no wrong, you know, um, as it had been in previous years. Um, so I was, yeah, I was super nervous about that. And the way that they kind of pulled it off, um, you know, they, like that, that for me was kind of, I felt like getting away with murder. The fact that that third one was good. And, um, and uh, so when very soon after that, they kind of confirmed a fourth, kind of felt like what are you guys doing you you you, you've won you've done it you've done the trilogy don't don't you know go back into that um you know back to that area um so coming into the actual fourth one um both my 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 uneasiness had to do with you know the fact that they had already done three good ones i don't want them to you know risk risk you know not batting for a thousand and also the fact that i've i haven't felt the same kind of pedigree from Pixar as, you know, kind of in its early days. And when something comes out from Pixar nowadays, it's kind of almost a gamble. You're going to like, are we going to get some of that flair that they had in those golden years? Or are we going to get like a Cars 4 type fiasco? Um, And that, that for me was really scary as well. Trailers, you know, were kind of neither here nor there for me. Um, 
you know, it was just kind of different setting. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it was more overall the context around it that that made me a bit nervous about this film. I love Cars 4, eh? I've, honestly, I have no idea what they're at, at to anymore. Me neither. That, yeah. Maybe it is Cars 4. It's Could the be. Three. Three was the last one. Okay. And then, they, then they've got some, all, like, some other spinoffs, don't they? Like, like Planes? Or Disney anything? released Planes. Yeah. So. Okay. How about you, Benny? Were you into it when you were a kid when it first came out? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I still have uh, at home my Woody doll, like the kind of exact one from the movie almost. Um, kids with those, like I remember growing up, if kid had like a full size Woody doll or full size, like that was the coolest thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, then uh, just a few years ago, a friend actually gave me a buzz to go with it. So really, yeah, ah, I cool. got Slinky Dog as well. Um, so yeah, I had the first two on on VHS, and back in the day, you kids, you don't remember videotapes? That cost like fifty bucks. You get three in your whole lifetime. <laughs> so so I I watched those movies ad nauseum. Um, the third one, of course, I exact same feelings going into it and and coming out of it um now though i feel the third one for me is a little bit like up in that it's primarily remembered for like one really emotional scene and the rest of it's a little bit of a blur to be honest Mm -hmm. um i i only have very strong positive feelings towards it but the other two i can you know recite almost so it's i I haven't gone back to watch it in too long I, i gotta give it another go um and then with the with the trailers coming into this one the first trailer, I think, possibly as a consequence of just how much I didn't want them to be doing this and yeah. hadn't for the entire two-year news cycle of them saying they were, um, I was not very pleased with. Um, and I warmed to them since then. I distinctly remember thinking using um, God Only Knows the Beach Boys song was just cheating because <laughs> that shit's so good. But, um, yeah, I was trying to be very careful with my expectations on this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, the VH test warping was my experience with Toy Story as a kid. One and two, man, I, I just tore those to shreds in the v, VHS player. I absolutely loved those movies, and I love what they did with the second one. I think very subconsciously, you know, I wasn't, you know, when did that come out? Like, uh, let, let's have a look quickly. Yeah. But that one, that one really seemed like a different kind of sequel. So that was nineteen ninety. Nine. Okay, so four years after the first one. And I don't know, it just seemed like a different kind of sequel. It appealed to me in in a very different type of way. And then the third one came out and we were sort of, you know, growing up on it now in 2010, sort of as an adult Mm. coming to it. And, and, And once again, it spoke to me on another level and it's kind of like growing up with the Harry Potter books it's kind of like you are the same age as Harry Potter and and, and felt like Toy Story was like not 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 the same age but it was addressing our generation Mm. very specifically or or, and it spoke to me so then when it came to this one uh, like number four it sort of seemed to be like a similar sentiment to you Connor you've done the, the miracle run is there just leave it you've done an amazing thing call it a day and um Alas, they went forward with it and the trailers seemed very, very by the numbers to me. It didn't feel like it had that spark. It didn't have that, oh my God, a new Toy Story film's coming. But obviously that comes with all that baggage uh, that I mentioned before. So uh, it, it was sort of, I wasn't expecting much, but then the reviews start coming out and everyone's saying, Toy Story 4, baby, the funniest in the franchise I'm hearing and also one of the best entries. So then I go into this one today in Toy Story 4 at the end of the day, like, okay, maybe this is going to be great. Mm. Maybe they're going to continue delivering the goods. Um, anyway, let's get into the non-spoiler part of the review now. 
first thing off the bat, I think this is kind of a given with any Pixar. It's like it looks beautiful. So there's yeah. a scene very early on. Um, for me, it was really distinctive because of how good it was. The rain outside? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, like, I mean, that it looked really, really good. And the depth of field that they're able to get, like what is in focus and what's out of focus, it mm. just looks absolutely gorgeous. It looks as though there is a um, an actual like camera yes. filming they, these things happening. They really started doing that with Wally um, years back when they got Roger Deakins on to be like a Consultants. cinematography consultant. Yeah. yeah, and ever since then I've noticed their movies just look better and mm. better. And it's, it's interesting when you, because you talk about depth of field and you can have live action films that don't have that level of depth of field. We, we, you know, Marvel is a, is a particularly um, kind of repeat offender on that mm. case because of, I mean, it's the nature of that. They have so many green screens and that, you know, it, it's a lot of time and effort that goes into you know, just getting the bare minimum for those films. But um, it, it, it ends up looking quite flat. Whereas I, I feel like this movie on from a visual level on the execution side is, you know, There was a really shot in this movie on. that almost looked like a split diopter shot with a character really close up in the foreground and one in the background and they're both in focus. Mm-hmm. And contrasting that to like, how much they were playing with focus in other scenes. It was just, it was really cool, like clearly intentional. Yeah, and the texturing on the characters, like mm. this is the best looking Toy Story film no doubt. Easily, uh, yeah. Well, I had, I had certainly criticized a lot from the trailers um, the look of certain characters. More, you, they, were, you were criticizing them more so the animation style as opposed to the aesthetics of it, correct? No, I, to me they looked like actual living beings, whereas yeah. I thought in previous films they had looked like toys. But watching this one on the big screen, my God, they looked like the detail. They were so clearly made of mm. different materials. And, you know, Bo they, Peep looks like she's made of porcelain, whereas yeah. like Woody mm. looks like he's made of plastic. Like there's a very yeah, yeah. distinct difference between the two. And when it gets two. in close, you can really see that. Yeah. They that, look like that's toys. A, that's the part that really amazes me. When they zoom in on this, um, on, you know, characters or items or whatever it is, I mean, they're, and they're not afraid to do that in this film. It looks really, really, really spectacular. Mm. Um, and I think that was really impressive. What, what did it for me, Forky, I thought looked, and, you know, Anyone that's watched the trailer will um, have seen that. But um, his hands, mm. um, I, I was absolutely fascinated by his hands because they looked like photorealistic. Yeah, there's a bit where his hand comes into frame specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly and, and, what you're talking about. And I was like, whoa, that looks like, what's that? What's a pipe, pipe cleaner? Pipe cleaner yeah. It looks like they just got a pipe cleaner and then just Legit. like, that was like, they, they, they just, oh, we'll do one scene yeah. that's actually... Like just they they, they filmed yeah, it live yeah, action, yeah, yeah. and we'll see if anyone notices. <laughs> yeah, it totally. I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's very impressive. Mm. So from a, like a rendering like perspective, you know Pixar's going to deliver, and nobody's got delivered. more processing power than <laughs> this movie. Okay, <laughs> seven million, twenty million terabytes. <laughs> um, and then also I think following up from that, just the visual style, the character designs, the Key and Peel, Ducky and the Bunny. Like they in particular, I, I love the way those guys look. Hmm. They 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 just, yeah. I, you know, we've got I've got my some other opinions about certain things there, but um, like the the look of all the toys, um, with the new characters, Forky, um, Keanu Reeves' character, Captain Duke Canada, Kaboom. Duke yeah. Kaboom, awesome. Like they they. I really, really enjoyed the design work in this and then the execution mm. of the characters as well and the animation to bring them to life. That 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 really was a, a great success yeah. of this film for me. I'm, I mean, I, I was never overly worried about that aspect of this film, though. I mean, Pixar has never... Well, I mean, they've been great because of the visual styling, but that has never really but been, for me, what has 
set them aside from other films. Because, I mean, Cars looked great, but to me that that was a failure on Pixar's level just because it that movie the storytelling felt, level. Yeah, that, that movie felt commercial. Cars 3 was, like, photorealistic. That looked like mm. NASCAR. <laughs> they, I mean, they looked absolutely amazing, but, the you know, there's something about the Pixar films that it just seems to have an enormous amount of heart and, you know, just... the that's really where um you know i wanted this movie to excel um which i guess kind of brings us to what what we can see was like our next point a, a, a crossroad in the <laughs> review well yeah because we haven't we, we basically we've just seen this we drove from the theater to here almost near silence because yeah. i don't think any of us wanted to give away what we were thinking but we you know, always how do we that felt. it's like i love it it's like everyone's saving their thoughts for the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I think that uh, in terms of like the main conflict, I guess the main plot point, um, I didn't want them to, um, I guess, retrace old steps too heavily. Um, you know, the I think that I wanted something, if they're going to do a fourth one, I wanted something a little bit fresh. Mm. Um, and I think that they did a good job of that. I think that they picked a, a problem or a conflict. I, I don't want to get you know, into spoilers or anything like that. So I'm trying to be as vague as possible. But I thought the main um, driver behind the story was a solid one. Um, I think that there were times where they tried to milk it a little bit too much. Um, I think that they were trying to, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things that um, Pixar has to live up to in this film because, you know, with their last film, everyone was talking about how they bawled their eyes out in this scene and they were terrified in another and, you know, some really heightened emotions. So I think that, this movie may have overreached in those particular scenes, but on a whole, I thought that the the general um, plot points were were pretty good. Yeah, so I <laughs> I think that some of the conceptually and and there's definitely some really good work in Toy Story Four in terms of some of the themes and and where they take certain characters, Woody and Buzz, and you know where they are in their toy life cycle or whatever yeah. you'd call it, um, but. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I said to you guys in the car driving over, I thought like this is one where I'd actually like a day to sort of sit there and process it. Yeah, but we'll, um, we'll release a second review in yeah, a week and yeah. then <laughs> update our thoughts. <laughs> but um, there was just something about it that seemed very, very forced, and it was something that I was uh, worried about with this whole concept. Is like we got to kind of dig for some more material to talk about these toys. And the, the the material that was uncovered in in that um, excavation was to me below par and below par of where the others um, sit and 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 uh, it's yeah, certainly I'm to not keep it vague. Uh, yeah it's certainly not on like I think it's not on par with the first three I don't think as a whole this really feels as though it it you know it certainly doesn't tug on the heartstrings the way number three did. It doesn't, you know. Even I remember two man, like yeah. like Jesse's song, man. I remember that that hit. Like I remember being a kid, man, and like my eyes were welling up, and mm. I'm like, that's hitting me in the feels, dude. Yeah. And there was nothing in here that got remotely close. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't think they. And that's what I kind of mean. Like they, they. I think they tried to, for some of those moments, and I think that it almost feels like a panic where they're like, I, I, "We need this to work. We need something that's going to like hook people in." Um, and I don't think that it quite landed, which can make it feel a bit uneasy. 
Um, they never resorted to like full on emotional manipulation or anything, though, no, which, which no. you can not unfairly accuse the third one of doing. Yeah, it worked like gangbusters, but yeah. it was very over the top. But that, that's no, kind but of a, that's, that's, that's a the risk. final in the yeah. it's final in the trilogy. Mm. It's like that they they no, it's the third movie in four movies, George. Yeah, <laughs> hey. final final nothing, George. Do, do you know what I mean though? Like they held out. They bring the mm. scene in there. It's at the end of the film. Boom, and that's it. I mean, they even like they went at tugged heartstrings in the middle of the or towards the end of the film, I suppose. I mean, there's one? two. No, yeah. no, no. The last one. Oh. There's, there's two scenes in in that uh, in number three that are. I mean, if you haven't seen it, then I mean, we can talk spoilers. Mm. The the trash scene and the and you know him giving away his toys scene. Mm. Those two are are kind of pivotal moments in that film that everyone remembers. Mm. Um, and um, I think that this movie attempted to have some of those moments, but didn't quite. And that that for me is 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 probably where this movie doesn't live up to the three that have preceded it. Where are you sitting on those kind of things, Penny? I yeah, I I don't know. That's all completely fair. I I can't argue with any of that. I it didn't feel like it was just I don't know maybe reaching as high as the mm. previous couple even, um, and therefore wasn't wasn't a failure in that regard. Um, but but unambitious, I would call it. I would actually call this one like the undis- like well, I'd even non-distinct s- compared to the other two, and I'd actually, probably, yeah, I'd, I'd granted, it's actually probably got more new characters in it mm. than any other one. However, I feel like Toy Story one, two, and three each had a very clear thread. This one has a clear thread, but it gets lost within a few other murky elements where mm. there's this adventure going on, and they're kind of going here and going there, and and it's. It's sort of like these little micro adventures that don't really add up to anything that profound. And that's where the weakness of the film came to me was like these, these little components, they, they're fine on their own, but like, what are we doing here? Like, what, what is this actually adding to the Toy Story narrative? There you are know, some ultimately? things that I think that this movie did take a risk on and did do very interestingly. Um, and, I, I mean, oh, there's no doubt. There's like, there's so many. Yeah. There's like, there's interesting in, things with ventriloquist dummies. Like, there's some really interesting I stuff. I mean, more in terms of like, um, kind of exploring, kind of the mechanics of the world and doing things that I don't think the other films had quite done. Um, I mean, not, not again, not nothing that would really kind of make it stand out. But I thought that there, I think that they took a very measured approach to this film. Yeah, I, I just think this movie is very intentionally smaller in scope than, than the prior That's one. That's fine. Like this is this is really, um, I I found the other ones to be much more ensemble pieces. This is really a story about Woody. Yeah, and yeah. pretty much Woody alone. It totally is. Yeah, and I th- I think in what it does with that story is interesting and successful. Um, I like that they 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 took the the where it kind of ended with the last one, and kind of expanded on it and even rebuked it in some ways like kind of went in a different direction with the whole the whole thing and i'm that's i don't know that kind of fits in with this series as kind of different stages of life yeah yeah you know no it's very interesting it's it's and and some of those decisions were it were you know like as you said rebuked it changed direction you Mm. know you didn't expect certain things but there was just something really lacking here for me and i was um like I, i i i think that the the, the Woody story was an interesting way to go, mm. but I wanted so much more. Mm. Like I wanted 
Like it just felt almost like a level of, uh, it almost felt like a level of like corporate laziness in a certain way here, where it was just like leveraging the IP. It was kind of like everything that I was kind of worried about with this. I think that, I mean, for me, this is very much like we've been spoiled with this series so far. I mean, every movie has brought something kind of spectacular to the table. um, And so anything short of the pedigree that we've come to expect from this franchise and from Pixar in general is not going to do this movie any favors. So I'd probably want to contextualize it in that. If this was its own movie and it was like a Pixar original type thing, I'm sure it'd be, you know, we'd probably be singing its praises. But I think within the context of it being part of that franchise, it just, it doesn't live up to to what's come before. I mean, I will say one one area that it might have exceeded potentially is how funny it was. And I think that that on pretty much all cylinders, I really found this movie funny. Yeah, it was, it, I got a lot of chuckles out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I found it mostly on par with the other ones, I feel. Yeah. Um, it might, might just be that I, it's been probably a little, little while since I've seen any of the others. Yeah. Um, at least a year. Uh, so it's not quite as fresh in my mind, but I, I found myself laughing a lot in this film. Yeah, I think I'm just feeling a little flat today. I wasn't sitting there chuckling as much as you. There were one, one or two good laughs. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, you were I, chuckling the most. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it was. But it's all, was all really... the Canada jokes. <laughs> yeah, I did um, love all the Canada jokes. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I guess the way I feel about this just right now, coming right out of it, is that there's a Toy Story trilogy and then there's this just kind of interesting little coda, this little epilogue that's just yeah. about Woody. Um, and I don't know if that's the best direction. I, I kind of, I, I don't know. I kind of like how intimate this one is. So. Yeah. I, again, I think it, conceptually this movie's, you know, it's a good idea. And I think that the, um, like I said, all the basic plot points are there. Mm. There's nothing, nothing wrong with it. There's nothing particularly, you know, um, it's not a huge risk on their part, but it, you know, it, it's it's perfectly acceptable the way that they went about it. And and it makes sense within the narrative. Like there's some interesting mm-hmm. ideas, but ultimately Toy Story 4 is like exactly what it, it felt. I, I was worried it was going to be. It was mm-hmm. going to be a six out of 10, seven out of 10. And there you go. And and, and it's, it's kind of like a little bit like, hey, why didn't you just leave it? You know? Yes, I will agree with you. If you look at it, that's actually a really that's probably the best way to look at it as like a little epilogue, a little mm. like final last chapter or yeah. like a little side story. Yeah. Hey, are you curious about what happened to Woody and the gang mm. after the trilogy? Well, mm. check this out. Yeah. Which is fine. There's also some things in here that deal with the sentience of toys and what, what ultimately is a toy and what, its <laughs> motives and what is its what why does it welcome exist? to the philosophy podcast why does it exist <laughs> and some things in here I, I've just like I didn't quite get and it didn't quite resonate they, with me they run right up to the line of like questioning this world too much yeah. to the point where you're like wait what does any of this yeah, mean how just, does any of this work it's just like like the the concept guys the concept was there's toys and they come to life mm. like. If we go, if we if we kind of, if we kind of deconstruct it too much, it kind of starts to all fall apart. And you go, "What are these fucking little dudes <laughs> that walk around? Like, what is all this bullshit?" Mm. Um, so we'll get into that more in spoilers. But there's just something there for me that 
kind of undid and unraveled a few things that are sort of quite important for the the foundations of this franchise. Mm. I don't know if you guys felt the same way there, but there was just... It I didn't know, bother me any more than it has in the other films, which is not too but much, I don't think but it, interesting. Thoughts. I don't think it was a problem in the other films. I felt like it was more of a problem in this film with the way they address certain things. So I, I would say in the first movie, you can pretty easily come out of it and be like, why did Buzz, who thought he was a space ranger, keep pretending he was a toy or keep going still when humans came? And yeah. that's that's kind of like, you just you don't pull that thread. Yes. Yeah. The whole thing falls apart. And sure. I, I don't think anything in this was, uh, you know, any any worse than that. Yeah, it's, it's, it might less, be- it's less so like those little mechanics of like, and then more so actually in like these characters and mm. how they look at life and mm. where they're heading in their life and the decisions they make in the story. I actually kind of liked, from from that perspective, I quite like what they did. They kind of built a mythos around, you know, toys that had owners and, you know, this kind of concept of lost toys, you know, uh, kind of the the freedom that toys may or may not yeah, they, they showed a really nice weird, new perspective man. on basically a scenario that would formerly only be villain characters in the series. Yeah. Like they showed a bit more of a spectrum to it, mm. like a bit, bit more. Yeah, yeah, even the Toy Story 3 villain yeah. went down that exact path. And- yeah. yeah, and I think that, that, that that's a good addition to that world, mm. I think, which is kind of what I was talking about when I said they, they, they explored some things that had previously not really been explored that much. Mm. Um, which I, you know, again, I think that was really cool. Um, should we, uh, I, I'm not sure if we can talk much about, you know, Tom Hanks um, performance or, or, you know, um, Alan's performance or anything like that. Cause um, I, I thought that was pretty on par with the rest of the series. He didn't, you know, they were good. Yeah. None of them, uh, Tom Hanks sounded a little, Clearly, a lot older. He really yeah. did at man. certain points, but um, well, so did Buzz for me. Like Buzz didn't sound quite right, and he sounded re- and he was very sidelined in this movie. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah that completely. was a big disappointment for me. I was I was really distracted as well by like several of the original cast members are dead at this point. Yeah, like Jim Varney and Don Rickles, Potato Head and Slinky, um, they're both gone. They're both in this movie. They have lines. Um, some of it's just reused stuff. I think some's impersonations. It's. And it's just like, ah, do we need him here? Like, just leave him at home or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and there's morbid. also there's also a few things here where they've retrofitted a few extra elements, let's call them, to Buzz and Woody. Mm. And it's sort of like, uh, really, like it's not a big deal. It really isn't. This is a nitpick. This is no doubt a nitpick. We'll get into it in spoilers. I'm being purposefully vague, mm. but. There's things and I'm like, oh man, really? Well, why don't we save it for spoilers yeah. then, um, in terms of that? Uh, w- the reason that I was talking about the cast was because I did want to bring up uh, uh, Keen Peel, um, who I thought um, a lot of people, you either were really excited to see Keen Peel in this or you were fairly cynical well, about the marketing those characters. focused on them very heavily. Yeah, and which made me a little bit cynical going in. I'm thinking like, oh, they've just gotten like, let's find two funny people and, and let them riff or do something like that. Mm. But I think that it was a good move on their part. I think that they um, provided a lot of really good comedy. Um, and I think uh, some of their stuff was, uh, I'd say, the funniest in the film. I mean, certainly the most laugh, uh, laughs that I had. Mm. Yeah, there's one in particular towards yep. the end that is just on point. Like, why, why wasn't that earlier in the film, guys? <laughs> yeah, I would say for the most other. part, they were really well utilized. Um, mm-hmm. And I was definitely, I, don't, I didn't really like any of their material in the promotional stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, I think that's why a lot of people might have gone into that thinking like fairly cynically that they've just gotten, you know, mm-hmm. two funny guys and put them in. 
Yeah, there, there was something about Tom Hanks's. Um, he didn't have that flamboyance that he has uh, normally with that Woody character. Like there was less sort of like, and maybe that's well, the character. Yeah, maybe it's a tired Woody in this. It, like, yeah, but like, it, yeah, the, it's just not the same. And mm. maybe that's just me. Get over it, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. It seemed a bit off to me. It, yeah, it seemed, I. I'd it was just off off kilter in a weird way. We keep talking about the. Um, life cycle of toys and, you know, kids growing up and all that. And I think that that in a, in a way that just beyond the practical nature of that Tom Hanks is older. Um, I think it also works in terms of the character because, you know, the character is in a, um, a far kind of more mature place in their life. Yeah. Life cycle. Anyway, should we, um, I, you know, I don't know how else we can talk about this without being like overly vague. So do we want to jump into spoilers after we give our yeah. general thoughts? Thanks. Let's do a wrap up and yeah. Um, I, I'll uh, offer to go first. Get in there. Please. Sweet. Um, overall, I think that this film is, uh, what I would say is is really solid. Um, you know, there's no, there's nothing about this film that I felt was deeply disappointing or, um, you know, egregious or offensive. Um, I, I think that there are some really outrageously funny bits in this. Um, I was generally pleased with the way I, I think the, the best thing I can say about this is that they didn't muck it up. Um, but having said that, I don't think it is on par with the past three films. Um, yeah, I, I, like, I, I don't like, I, I re I, this is one film that I kind of almost hope wished that we had spent some more time thinking about because, you know, my brain is a little bit, yeah, I, I don't know really what it's, to think of it yet. Fresh. There'll be plenty of time to talk about it in the coming weeks. It's going to be an absolute monster in the, in the box oh, yeah. office. Easily. Benny? Um, yeah, I found this movie to be very pleasant and, um, the, the back end just like it, or just specifically the very end, just very charming. Um, I also wouldn't really put it, it's weird for me. I guess those first two movies kind of have their own place. Even the first one on its own, I think yeah. it was one of the very first movies I ever saw in the cinema. Um, and they're just, they're so deeply entrenched in my childhood. That third one is a very specific point in time as well. Um, but this one's definitely its own thing after all that. Um, and I, I would kind of put it closer to Monsters University and like Finding Dory, which I know you're certainly more critical of. Um, I think they're both very charming movies. Yeah, um, I said about that the I same. No, that I have no major complaints about. Um, and, uh, you know, that's not a, an amazing recommendation. But like you said, they didn't mess it up. And that's that's the biggest thing you hoped for yeah. you know, going into this. <laughs> it could have like, been a lot worse. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I really think this is a, just a really yeah. nice little movie and I, I, I like, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess for me, nice, nice little movie does not cut it, man. Yeah. Um, I, this is, this is quite disappointing from my end and it's almost for me, it's believe like, the hype, <laughs> it, you know, to, to, to see a couple of those reviews trickle out on Facebook uh, and I didn't read any, but you know, you know, you get the hundred percent on rotten tomatoes. Oh my God. And it's like, fuck yeah, it's, this is going to be, and then, to get this and and for me it's sort of like this is not a worthwhile exercise Pixar. So I I mean like you would say that this is better than for example Incredibles 2, right? Yes, I would say okay. this is uh, above Finding Dory. You know, I would say if we're going to say Toy Story 1 to 3 is a 9 out of 10, a 10 out of 10, Toy Story 4 is a 6 out of 10, a 7 out of 10. You know, they didn't fuck it up. I agree with you guys. They didn't it's not a train wreck, but it it feels like just like a limp little like uh, <sighs> this maybe is, maybe they'll put that on the on the DVD yeah, cover. Okay. It's not a train wreck. It's just a limp little uh. <laughs> like, like I, I, 
that's where I'm at with this, man. Yeah, it's like that's fair. I, 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 it's not as I said. It's a six out of ten. It's a seven out of ten. But mm. for some reason, I'm bringing it like my emotional, like George's emotion, like the phoenix inside me. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's like a two out of ten, a three out of ten because it pisses me off. Yeah. You know? But I'm trying to come at this more objectively. Um, I, I, I do need. I agree with you, Connor. I've said it early in the review. I need a little bit of more time to process it because maybe I'll come at this a little more measured. Mm. But right now, I'm just like, what a waste of fucking time, man. Damn. What a waste of time Pixar. <laughs> so that I mean, is not the... <laughs> the, re- the return on investment would argue with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will make an absolute yeah, the businessman, load. The, biz- the, the, the art versus commerce, mm. the, the commerce side of this is mm. the winner. I mean, sure. if, if art was the prime driver behind this, then they would have just never made a fourth in general. I don't think that this movie adds enough to the overall franchise or the overall kind of story of Pixar that I would say that it is worth it. Mm. You know, that's that's probably it. Like, that's a really, really yeah. good way to explain my general feelings. I think that this is this is, might be a bit of a, a bold call, but I looking at this, I think I would have almost rather them have not made this film at all, and and just kept that from what I think is like a perfect trilogy. Um, I call this like Woody. A Toy Story tale. No, no, I just don't think they should have. Like, I think, you know, um, in a perfect world, they would have never done the fourth one. But now that the, seeing as that they have, I'm glad that this is, you know, that 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 we've got at least this. It's not horrible. Yeah, and you know, it's it's not going to retroactively make me like the first three less. Um, you know, and I think that if anything, it adds enough to. Um, Woody's character that it, uh, I might rewatch the first three and and potentially get something a little bit more out of them, um, potentially. But yeah, um, I think I had a more negative reaction to the they released a, a series of shorts after the third mm, one over, over yeah, years, and I was like, just leave it. Like, yeah, these are so inconsequential. Yeah, like you don't you don't need these. You had such a good end. So I think this is more worthwhile than those, at least. So you know the the perfect trilogy thing had already been a little tarnished for me by that yeah. point. So yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we're going to jump into spoilers now. So if you haven't seen the film, get on out of here if you don't want anything spoiled. And for those on YouTube, head on back to the non-spoiler review because we get into more of our general opinions here. Now we're getting into certain little nitpicky areas. So where do we guys, where do we want to start? I, I think maybe even just going back to that first opening scene um, with with um, RV or whatever that car is in the I gutter. See. Uh, with the leaves, the texturing, the look of the water, it just looked absolutely incredible. And I really enjoyed that overall sequence. How many years ago did it say it was? Uh, nine. It did, yeah. So that puts this like directly after the last one, doesn't it? Yes. Essentially, because yeah. if, would if Andy's just to. going off to college yeah. and he was like nine years yeah. old then. so Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Um, so it's said in 2010. Yeah, I mm. I really loved that that um, initial scene, um, you know, where uh, Andy's playing with the toys and mm. you know, kind of uh, flying him around. around. I thought that was a really beautifully constructed scene. Yes, um, in and of itself. Um, and and I like the transitions of him yeah. getting older, focusing on a toy. It was really yeah. artistically done. Uh, yeah, like I mean, from a from an aesthetic point of view, really well done execution. I thought it looked gorgeous. I yes. mean, we keep saying that there's a couple of scenes in this movie that I was just like, okay, that's really good craftsmanship. Um, that uh, you know, just in terms of a good way to kind of bring us along the journey. 
Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, that that all makes sense. You're completely right. I was a little bored by it though, just because the the last two opened with really cool action scenes. Oh, like really action, epic, like fantasy action the scenes. The yeah. action scene for two and three are insane. Mm, yeah, like Buzz on the platforms in the video game. Yeah, and two and love the giant. That one. Oh man, mm. the, the, number three is probably the best. Let's be honest. Mm. Like that is insane mm. for an opening sequence. But no, I like the earnestness of that scene. It was cool. Mm, yeah. um, kind of a little bit of a recap for those also yeah. who are unfamiliar with the franchise. I did think that you know. While I was really happy by it, there was the slight voice at the back of my head being like, they're going to try and pull heartstrings in this mm-hmm. film. And I didn't want that to be what really drove this film. You know, I didn't want it to be about nostalgia. I mean, that's, I think, something that the second and third have done really well, which is that they um, they certainly at times hit you with that nostalgia pretty hard. But I think it was really measured about when they when they went ahead with that. Um, and you know, for this film, I think that they, they did a good job of, of not overplaying that hand, but it was something that I was a little bit worried about right off the bat. Yeah. I don't think they did much looking back at all. Like Mm. the, uh, the whole point of the thing was kind of looking forward, Mm. which was, I think they really stuck to their guns Mm. on that. Yeah. Which was cool. So I guess the main sort of thrust of this narrative is that Woody was the leader. He was the head honcho in the Andy days. Favorite toy. And now he has been relegated to the sidelines and he still... He still cares so much about Bonnie. You know, he that's his MO, basically, mm. is making sure that that's running smooth. And and whether he's there as a toy or they're just facilitating it through, mm. like, Forky being there, his MO, what's top of mind for him is really making sure Bonnie's cool. Um, I and like, and that's, I, that's the mean potatoes here of, of, of that I like that exploration. Bit. Like, I think it's it's cool because, you know, the first three films have have consistently said that the, the main purpose of a toy is to be played with. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the real driver. And I like how they were kind of exploring this, you know, kind of almost this psychology of Woody who is has gone beyond just being played with. It's no longer just about that. It's about, you know, the well-being of the child and, you know, kind of how he takes on this manic kind of um, determination. Yeah, like to just like, you know, Bonnie must be happy no matter what. And I kind of liked that, you know, especially with them, you know, uh, I loved it when he first said that, oh, first day of kindergarten, you need to have a toy there, you know, it makes it all that better. You know, when he says that, you think, okay, the purpose of the toy being there is that they feel safe because they have something familiar there. I loved it that it eventually took on like a more literal meaning where he was actually changing things and doing like physically you know going around and moving things in order to make her day better Mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool it wasn't about being played with it was about you know facilitating facilitating some kind of happy experience for them and he was getting very controlling um and i feel like you were watching that movie kind of like yeah this guy's ready for retirement i think yeah yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. just gotta let it go man um but yeah i really like that um and I, I really loved the introduction of the Forky character. I think it's such a um, a novel thing to Forky was an absolute standout in this yeah, movie. Hundred percent. I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was a really, really cool. Decision. Oh, he was hilarious. It was spot on. I, I was really, I was walking in this film ready to hate Forky, <laughs> and I totally didn't. But there is one problem that arises with it, and in general, generally, what I was talking about in the non-spoiler part is like sort of the sentient aspect of this, and and the. What what these what these creatures are what are creatures what are these things designed to do? I, I I kind of agree with Ben, whereby if you look too much into that, you're going to just 
you're going to pull a thread that you don't want to pull. They and they addressed it more than enough for me at the end of the film. Yeah, when we right get, on the nose, we get the, the knife partner to him, and she's like, "Why am I alive?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "That's brilliant because yeah. that's that's the meaning of our lives too." We don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> I just thought that there was something. With the Bo Peep character, I think it was I'm skipping pretty far along here, <laughs> but the, all over the place, George. The, the the Bo Peep character in these toys, like ultimately, what is a toy? I mean, it's got to be a kid's going to play with the toy, mm-hmm. and and it's uh, it's entertainment. And then these washed up toys start to live these other lives, and they're these these anthropomorphic creatures walking around. And I'm starting to sit there like, man, like you're thinking about this too much. This is, yeah, I think you are thinking is, about this, this too much. This is freaking me out. <laughs> yeah. um, and 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 there was just something like all these toys like getting thrown away, just start to yeah. gather and gather and gather. And 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 you know you can't it, like to some degree you can't delve into that level, but. But there was something there that wasn't quite sitting quite right with me. Does Sid's room not bother you that much? In in what way? In Toy Story One, the way he's like ripping apart all these little creatures and putting them back together. That's in an weird, interesting weird ways. thread. Yeah. That's an interesting. <laughs> I thought so. Was this all of these? No, toys he definitely who, is on who paper. had this very strong purpose in life, but they were finding something to do without that. Yeah, unlike the the kind of bitter, you know, lots of Huggins bears kind of characters who can't let go. They're 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 moving on, mm. and it's it's almost an answer to this the question of like what what like this the lost toy. Like, what do you do if you don't have a kid to to play with you like what do you lose your purpose do you you know i i thought that was an interesting way to go and i think they explored it just enough that it added but didn't you you weren't um it wasn't pulling the the thread too much mm. yeah i feel like it's almost like undoes the beauty of the first 3 it's like we're exploring that extra layer that actually kind of for me at least um maybe not for you guys but for me at least it almost undid some fundamental areas and makes you question things that you didn't necessarily even sort of occur to you. What what kind of fundamental areas? Just like, okay, Forky, for example, like him, him being able to come alive. Like what is a toy? What is the nature of these things? Like where, when does, you know what I mean? Like it's bringing, it's opening this gateway for me. And this is just the way I work. Like, and maybe for better or worse, I think it's worse is probably but, the answer. <laughs> but it just doesn't feel watertight and it doesn't feel as brilliant mm. as, as but the But as we said, were. like n- none of this, again, when you pull the strings on any of these films, none of these are really watertight. But like they, I feel they don't like, quite make sense. I feel sense. like there's, there's every film, every film out there, you'll be able to pull something out that doesn't work. Um, and, and sometimes a lot of people go, we were talking about this recently. This is just the story. How did that happen? How was that person able to do that? This is just the story. This is an extraordinary story and we're mm-hmm. witnessing it in front of our eyes. You know, that that can be a way it goes, but yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't give up. I'm, I'm just giving <laughs> just up with this movie. I've, I've, given up, I've given up um, with this movie already. That's fair. That's fair. Just to, to rewind a little bit, I I like... I like what this movie undoes from previous movies, and this is more about the the, the narrative of these characters. I, I like how they take where Woody ended in the last one, and they're like, "No, that's not really where he wanted to be, or that mm-hmm. this isn't where he's going to stay." That like the last one was very, you know, he had his you know whole life with Andy, and that was amazing, and it's like, oh, now he's got Bonnie, and he's going to do it again. And this one's like, no, that didn't work out this time, and he has to 
find something new and something completely yeah. different. I, I, I really like that as, as, like I said, an epilogue. Well, I mean, if we look at number three, sort of that, the, the main theme there is sort of about death or it's about uh, revision or, or turning over a new leaf. It's mm. sort of, mm. it's sort of starting over. And this one's like more about um, what if things don't work out? What, mm. what if li- life kind of continues on and, um, I, th- I think I think this one is very much also about like self sustainability. Like it's it's about not only just relying because I mean, really, the the toys' happiness is dependent upon you know their masters effectively mm. um, in the first three films. And this one does bring the interesting element of saying you know can you create your own happiness, which is again I think it's a cool way to go. Um, and I think that they they you know at a conceptual level. I'm glad that they explored that in this film. I have absolutely no problems with that. Um, my my issue kind of comes with it. They didn't. They did, They almost didn't push it far enough. Mm. And I feel like, yeah, um, I agree you know, with that. once they hit that conceptual level, everything after that, every choice that was made, just felt a little bit safer and safer. Like they didn't want to go too far with it. Um, and I think this movie, a lot of the charm of this movie, is not kind of through the deep substance of it, but more around the the kind of the humor of it, um, you know, that I think is something that really carried this film. Speaking of which, can we just at least quickly address what might be my favorite? Well, it is my favorite scene of the entire film, um, but has a top ranking in the entire franchise is the, um, the plush rush, plush rush the, <laughs> the attacking the granny, yes. scene, which is honestly as, as funny a scene as I have seen in the franchise, I think, mm. um, Really fantastic, and and a lot of different kind of humor aspects to that. I thought that they they played that so brilliantly. Mm. There's a little, almost like almost fourth wall breaking type stuff. There's um, like uh, just I I love that they took their time with that joke as well. Mm. It was pitch perfect. They ran it just the exact amount they should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I feel like the beauty of the scene as well was. Um, right at the end where she places the keys in the bowl right in front of oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just like a perfect little bullet point. Yeah. To perfect callback yeah. to it, yeah. Spot on. So I think I think that is a perfect indication of how the, the humor kind of plays out for this film. Um, loved all of Forky's little jokes. Um, I really enjoyed, um, you know, Key and Peele, their kind of banter. And loved Keanu Reeves. I almost, I almost feel like I'm jumping on a bandwagon, but bandwagon by saying it because mm. it just it, at this point oh well, you, you open up facebook and it's just like how great is canada yeah. like, i get it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but i fuck, fuck me dad i gotta agree well, one thing that irritated me which probably shouldn't because you shouldn't be such a sad old fuck <laughs> but it irritated me um was that if both woody and buzz lightyear got new voices mm. And we've never seen these. We've never heard these. We've never seen these. We've never heard these before. Hmm. Uh, You're saying I, when, you, when, you, when you say voices, do you mean like so? The, Buzz is pressing his yes, voice okay, buttons, yep. stuff, yeah. um, and he's got multiple new lines. And same with Woody. Well, how did you guys feel about that? Because that that shouldn't have shat me as much as it did, but it really shat. Definitely me. stood out to me. It was just yep. felt like re- it, 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 like put it this way: if we make a parallel to something we're worried, you guys been worried about with the MCU is like the X Men just like just shoved in there. It felt like <laughs> kind of blatantly shoved in there with no comparison. disregard. I don't know. It just it just 
for it me, was just like, just so, go with it. You know, don't 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 think about it. It, it, it. It's not watertight with everything that's been established. I before. get where you're coming from, and I'm not saying this is what you're doing. But if I was coming at this movie in a really hard way, trying to pick at things in it, I would absolutely do that. Maybe that's I one am. Maybe I am. Yeah. Well, I'm. Not, I'm just not saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think one thing that I will say that that I agree with in that terms is that it makes them feel less like toys. Like a toy would have like three settings and then that's it it does like make it update. yeah it it, it, <laughs> it makes them feel a little bit more like oddly more sentient like not like they always felt like toys that had sentience this just makes them feel like sentient beings mm. um and that for me was a little bit weird um it kind of like lost that toy aspect from that point of view one of the things that um you know while we're speaking about buzz did bother me though is that i felt like buzz took a step back Big not time. not just in like terms of um, screen time screen time but also just in terms of the character development like he felt like an idiot in this i remember feeling that in the third one cuz it was all spanish buzz yeah um, but there was, was a reason okay. behind was that the it? case was there was there more to his character in that that i'm forgetting cuz i feel like in both of these he kind of took yeah, a back yeah you could be correct so, you know, i think you're right i remember feeling that a little bit as well from mm. my memory and, and there's two aspects to this. There are parts of that film when, like, particularly at the beginning, before that happens to Buzz, that he feels very much at, like, you know... A key team member. Yeah, and yeah. he's there. He's, he's on par with Woody. Mm. You know, there, there's that partnership. There's yep. that real kind of connection. Mm. Um, and, and then when he goes into Spanish Buzz, there is a very specific reason as to why that is. And that's... I, I was... I found that really funny. Um, and and I really like the way that they did that because they showed you, you know, integrated buzz, you know, on the top of his game at the beginning. And then there's a direct contrast to him being Spanish buzz. In this one, he kind of comes in almost from the big, like, how you doing, buddy? And then, like, really doesn't have anything to do. Yeah, Woody's, in, like, in this explaining movie, him shit. And it's like, what the fuck? In this movie, I think he might still be Spanish buzz, but he's just learned English. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it, it kind of sounds like that. And that, for me, made it really weird. And that also, for me, I think, muted the ending. The ending where they're really trying to pull heartstrings, where he's saying goodbye to to his group of toys and he's going off with Bo, that should have been twice as hard hitting, and it really should have been cent- centering around the Those friendship yeah. between Woody and Buzz. That's what you should feel as mm-hmm. though you're I totally losing. Agree with you. And the problem with that is is their friendship is not highlighted at all in this film. They are relying entirely on nostalgia, which you, I mean. Again, that for me is kind of the the biggest um, failing of this film, I think, is that I like that they did a film that was really about Woody, but I really feel as though they should have... You're missing Buzz. The, yeah, there, there's... Missing I don't know whether, presence. Yeah, I don't know how they could have integrated that, but the, the, the emotional payoff that they tried to achieve at the end, I don't think worked because they didn't address that relationship. That, I, de- I definitely felt that when all the other toys came in, and yeah, just like dancing around and having, I'm like, okay, that's not what this that, situation. Uh, that is. was that was really weak. That that final bit, it was so average. You know, it, it wasn't anything terrible, but for where the emotional resonance of number three, and yes, maybe you can say, oh, they're pulling on the heartstrings, they're going for the the easy shot. No, that's when we got to be feeling that shit. That's when I want to be like, I want to be welling up. I want to be like, holy fuck, like they're, they're parting ways. You know, they're never going to see each other ever again. These toys we've fallen in love with over decades, 24 years. And that, uh, 
That's that, what we like get. The, the third that, one had it was an ensemble movie, so that that makes sense to pull the heartstrings there because but, there's but reference this, to that. In this, in this one, like there isn't. I needed more from that yeah. scene, and, and and that was a major disappointment. Again, I don't think it was this necessarily the scene. I think it's everything that preceded the scene. It's like, I the think, whole movie, yeah. But but that scene, like I should have felt something a little bit more. Yeah, that's a scene to a different movie in my eyes. I mean that that feels like in what way? In in the way that that the emotional payoff for that scene around his interactions with the the other characters should have been based on this movie being an ensemble movie. Or something like like there there is something there is some kind of setup or there is an addressing of the relationship that's not present that that makes that last scene just feel a little bit flat because that last scene is entirely depending on you you feeling the nostalgia of the last three films which is I mean it's fine for someone that is that you know has been on that journey from day one. But it's not going to be as impactful as though they, as if they had just addressed it in that movie, because you have to think about the movie in a in its kind of own little you know bubble. I feel very differently about it for some reason. I really like how low key it is, it, like it, because Woody felt kind of detached from everyone else in this movie. It it really sold to me that it was the right choice for him to leave. Yeah, like there wasn't that that relationship with Buzz in this one and that's because he's moved on to a new phase of his life or something. I don't know if that's what they were going for, but you know, maybe they just, you know, Tim Allen's such an outspoken fucking right wing guy. Now maybe they just phased Buzz out of it for that reason. But um, I, I don't, this movie was so much about him and, and Bo Peep, who's a character who's been so ignored since Toy Story one that um, I don't know. That kind of felt natural to me. Yeah, from that perspective, yeah. it, that, that's a good point. Like, I would but say that by by moving the story away from the characters we know so well, they were not um, pushing the nostalgia too hard, you know? They were but Buzz telling felt kind of relegated. Story. No, right, totally, right. yes. And, and, totally and, and, and from a Toy Story 4, not a Woody mm. film, you know, <laughs> I want, uh, you know, Woody, a Star Wars anthology tale. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, I, just, I want I, more. I, I, I want. I want. I felt Buzz. It was. It was detrimental to the yeah. story to and not I, have him in as. I as totally much. don't disagree with you. I'm just saying that if you want that last scene to hit mm. in terms of the, I think, that in my opinion, there should have been more of an emotional pull on that last scene mm. between the goodbye of of Woody and and Buzz. That's what you would have had to have done. Like there would have had to have been some kind of exploration of their relationship in the movie. I don't mind a smaller scene. I don't mind a smaller scope movie. I just want an earnestness and I wanted to feel something. Mm-hmm. And that's all it was lacking. That's all we want, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how, I, how, like, I, I, it's how, tough. It's how tough. Um, uh, grumpy were you going into this film? Like, <laughs> I didn't realize how much emotional stock you put into this yeah. franchise. <laughs> I'm worried about you I'm now. So glad that this you, that film I'm ever... so glad I'm invoking this. Yeah. Did this film ever actually stand a chance? <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely went in. I was going in expecting something really great. I think man. that was your issue because we both went in. You know, I wasn't grumpy at nervous. all. I wasn't grumpy at all, and I wasn't expecting maybe even something as good as what the the, the reviews are saying. But I just felt like this was not a, 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 a great sto- Toy Story film. I thought it was an okay to good Toy Story film, mm. and that for me is is disappointing because I can't tell you how much I can't. T- I think I saw Toy Story three three times in the cinema. I can't tell you how much I love that film. Mm. How much I love this franchise. And I would have loved to have really just gotten, been like, fuck yeah, they did it again, motherfucker. And I didn't get that feeling. I set the bar too high. 
Yeah. Um, that isn't, that, isn't that a lesson for us all? Stay, stay in your lane. Yeah. yeah. Don't mm. achieve anything. Well, no, yeah. I think and you'll it, never get disappointed. Not quite. Exactly, it's, yeah. it's if you do happen to achieve something absolutely spectacular, like disappear from the face of the earth. Just like, pivot, mic drop. I'm out and walk away slowly. Do a trilogy. Yeah. Just like seriously, mm. you've gotten away. Like this is this is the typical, you know, the murderer going back to the murder scene. Like that, I mean, just no, you did it. You got away. Yeah, just, if, I, just, if, I, if I'm with a group of people and I say something, everyone laughs, I leave and I yeah, do not come back. <laughs> Seinfeld right there. Oh, yeah. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving on a high. Yeah. Uh, anything else, guys? I was. I really thought this movie did not pull its punches at all with the, the jump scares. There were so many jump scares in this movie, like an unnecessary amount, I, I feel. And I don't, like, they weren't like terrifying or anything, yeah. but they just felt like. Like horror, they they yeah. went for it. Not yeah. quite yeah. as terrifying as um, Symbol Monkey. I think no, that thing is the scariest thing ever yeah. in animation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they definitely went for a little bit. Uh, I've always kind of appreciated Toy Story for not mm. pulling its punches around that. Like I mean, when um, the Sid's bedroom, mm. um, the spider yes. baby. Yeah, yeah, that's like I mean that was terrifying, yeah. especially mm. if you're Unsettling. like five years old at the time. Mm. Like no, no, thank you. What did um, you guys think of uh, one of the main sort of bad guys? I guess in this, the uh, the, the Gab- Gabby, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I quite I, I thought there were some interesting ingredients there that were mm. cooking away, but the broth that formed at the end was not the greatest. <laughs> she, bouquet. She, she didn't do do much for me, but I do <gasps> like that they went a route that was um, more redemptive than they have with previous, yeah. previous yeah. characters. I, I like the idea of her stealing the voice box. Like there was there was like within also the the. Um, ventriloquist dolls there was something kind of really fucked up and sadistic and mm, mm. and 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 evil about it uh but I, I wanted maybe they could have gone a little bit further but it's a kid's film at the end of the day so <laughs> but it, that didn't stop them in the third one mm. or the first one or, or first one so i think yeah like i said I've, i felt like this movie kind of pulled its punches a little bit mm-hmm. in certain areas okay so you um, think they could have maybe amped it up a bit more which bit are you talking about in number three the monkey uh, well, the, the monkey, the them going down the trash chute, like yeah, um, it's I mean, dark. it gets yeah, fairly yeah, yeah. dark. Um, this one, I think, in certain areas, they they maintain that pedigree. In others, it just it felt like they could have mm. really amped it up. And I mean, that's probably a perfect summation of this film. Like, it's it's a perfectly fine film. It looks gorgeous. It's really funny. Um, it doesn't quite hit the levels of the the other films, um, which kind of makes it overall seem a little bit muted. Um, I mean, it's not, um, I think I, I will, I will probably not look at this as, you know, four Toy Story films. I will look at this as that trilogy. And then as Ben, as you mentioned in our non-spoiler, this nice little epilogue. I think I'm bringing too much to this movie, but I, that, that muted, um, aspect to it, it, it feels this movie just feels kind of melancholy all over. Yeah. I think I'm just, I think I've already forgotten the movie. I'm just making up one, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. I kind of like that. It's like the, yeah. the moderation that comes with old age, you know? That's, that's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's definitely a thing. Mm. So uh, just one final thing quickly is Randy Newman was back for this one. Mm. Uh, what did you guys think of, did you, did any of those songs pop out? I would have liked to have maybe... Was there more than one? Yeah, it seemed like there wasn't that much there. Mm. Um, And for better or worse, it didn't feel like it was lost, but... He had a few songs in the original. He only had a couple after that. Like he hasn't been a huge contributor since then. Mm. But he's he's the music by Randy Newman. Yeah. Yeah. No, the score was completely recycled. Yeah. 
Like it, it, this, this film didn't really feel like, again, it was, it was playing it relatively safe. You know, it was using old themes or just straight up using old, um, you know, music, uh, which again, you know, if you're, if you're trying to get away with murder for a fourth time type thing, you know, you're not going to take too many risks, which, um, I think is a bit unfortunate, but not overly, not overly surprising. So folks, we all done with Toy Story 4. For me, just as a little final thing, 7 out of 10, 6 out of 10. It's definitely, I think, I think you've summarized it perfectly, Benny. It's the epilogue. It's the little side thing that if you, if you love the first three and you want a little bit more, go check this out. M- maybe not everyone's going to love it. It's not at the same mm. quality as the other ones, but it looks great. It's got that Pixar, you know, level of quality to it. And, um, Overall, pretty solid. Yeah, and I mean, if you're looking for a laugh, I think this this movie kind of delivers in spades. So I can't fault it on that. Um, I feel like we we for the last couple weeks at least, because we've just seen Aladdin, and um, I think there's another movie in the last month or two that had this same kind of mo. But you know, we're getting a lot of recycled films or sequels and things yeah, that that's everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and these are things that a lot Probably of people. Holy fuck! Every film. Yeah, John every McCree. film. But th- there, it feels lately like very particularly like there are movies that are really pivotal in our childhood. This is the time we're coming into. People well, who exactly. are hitting the right age have the same nostalgia as us. Get ready for the next decade because it is going to be exploiting our youth nonstop. Yeah, well, exactly, and I find that. To be honest, very exhausting, and I find yes. it really <laughs> difficult to review movies like that because it's so difficult to to, to separate. Yeah. You know, wh- you know what what we want these franchises to be, whether we mm. want them to just exist in our past solely, or whether we want to see it expanded but in a different way. Like I think it's just this variable minefield out there, and um, and I think yeah. Marvel's kind of been responsible for that because now. You know, you're not watching one film. You're watching a film that's tied to potentially 18 other films, and there's this thread and that thread. And I think it's more to do with they people just exist. running out of ideas. The, 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 yeah, I think there's a lot of layers to it, and there's a lot of ingredients. But that, there's definitely something there within. You, you're not just watching Toy Story four on its own. You're watching Toy Story four with three other films mm. that have previously come before, and a lot of baggage. Yeah. Yep. So. I mean, that's what happens when you get old, folks. <laughs> you become a washed up old fuck. <laughs> this is the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> fuck everyone! This has gone real nihilist, real quick. Also, you last week, Benny, you you cracked last week or the other day at yeah. Men in Black. It broke me. That's why yeah. I'm so. Yeah. I, feel like, here now. I feel like this one has put a. It's not. I'm not broken, but there's a hairline fracture that's also pretty bad. A, appreciate the amount of vitriol that you've put out on a, a podcast around uh, a kid's film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like, a kid's movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, get over it, man. <laughs> Why is it serious, man? Yeah. There's definitely some like, you know, six-year-old that's going to go onto their YouTube account to, you know, go check out the new... <laughs> uh, get ready for the comment section. Yeah, Who's yeah, the yeah. guy in the middle? What a fucking loser. <laughs> get alive. Well, I'll, I'll do my best, folks. I'll do my best. I'm not promising anything. All right, well, we'll be back for the weekly show on Tuesday, guys. And uh, I think this that's this week's movie. So mm-hmm. yeah, enjoy it when it comes out on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a way to finish up. All right, George, we'll be seeing you. We'll see you. We'll be seeing you, Connor. <laughs> Bye. And we'll be seeing you, Ben. Bye, everyone.